On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. It's simple. It just comes down to this now. What do you prefer? To see your favorite player on a random Wednesday night in December or your favorite player hoist a trophy? What's your priority? Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. From the Anajar and Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the Intracoastal. Coquel, this is our final show of the week. Not of all time which some people are probably cheering for. Uh, But of the week, we'll be observing Juneteenth tomorrow, so we'll be off. So uh, we've got uh, ourselves an extended break, and we'll be back on Monday. But good to have you with us on this Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. And so now we're at it again. The NBA, the, the story of the NBA season has been injuries. Like, that's... That that is that's it. It's been injuries. I mean, even if you want to talk about the Heat, what were we focused on for the majority of the regular season and just kept waiting and waiting and waiting for them to turn it on? It was Jimmy Butler injured, Tyler Hero injured, Bam Adebayo injured. It was all of these injuries, and then they never were really able to turn it on. They weren't able to recapture the magic of the bubble. What about the Lakers? LeBron James missed so much time with the high ankle sprain. They never were able to find themselves. Anthony Davis just constantly injury after injury after injury. And now, in light of yesterday, as we were getting on the air yesterday, we're hearing about Kawhi Leonard and the knee. And it's an ACL. And we don't know if it is a minor injury or if it's a tear, but there's a great chance that he's not going to see time the rest of the series. Paul George stepping up to keep the Clippers alive last night. But Kawhi Leonard, depending on the severity of that ACL injury, he could be out for the rest of the postseason. James Harden, he's trying to play. He can't do anything. Kyrie Irving, is he going to come back at all the rest of the postseason? I mean, it has been injury after injury after injury. And having 71 days from the end of the NBA Finals to the start of the NBA season is being identified as the culprit. Is that the the one and only culprit? Probably not. But I think it's common sense, Coquel, to believe that the short turnaround to end play in November and come back and start playing in December, uh, that's not helping. And legs are tired. Aging stars especially, you depend on those two and a half, three months to get yourself right. And they didn't have it this time around. And a lot of this culminated with the spokesperson for the league, LeBron James, tweeting about this yesterday. And he tweeted the following. They all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I knew Mm. exactly what would happen. I only wanted to protect the well-being of the players, which Mm. ultimately Mm. is the product and benefit of our game. These injuries aren't just a part of the game. It's the lack of pure rest before starting back up. 
Eight, possibly nine All-Stars have missed playoff games, the most in league history. This is the best time of the year for our league and fans, but missing a ton of our favorite players. It's insane. If there's one person that knows about the body and how it works all year round, it's me. I speak for the health of all of our players. I hate to see this many injuries this time of the year. Sorry, fans. Wish you guys were seeing all of your favorite guys right now. End of tweet. So LeBron James... You can unpack a lot of stuff out of that, including him doing the, I tried to warn all of you, trying to make it about himself, doing that whole thing. If one person could speak about the body, it's me. All right, we get it, LeBron. You're really important. Weird flex, yeah, but that is okay. Total weird flex on his part. We get it, LeBron. You know about bodies, all right? But the overall theme is, hey, these guys didn't get enough rest, and now the fans are paying for it. So I, over the years, have been a big advocate for the Stars to play as much as possible because, especially in the NBA, tickets are expensive. They should play. But this has made me change my view on this a bit because I prioritize, as a sports fan, my team's winning a championship. If I happen to spend some hard-earned money for a Wednesday night in December, now it sucks if Jimmy Butler isn't playing, but I'd much rather see Jimmy Butler hoisting up an Eastern Conference trophy or an NBA Finals trophy. You say that now in June, but not the Wednesday in December. That's the difference. Okay. The Wednesday in December, you're not going to say that. You're going to be mad. You would come in here the next day and be complaining from the moment you walk through those doors at 6 a.m. to prepare for the show until now. Maybe. But I also, you can complain about something while also knowing that you prioritize your team winning a championship. Now, I don't think I'm the only one, but I also think that there are many who look at sports in a one-off capacity where, hey, this guy is a star. My son or daughter looks up to said person and he's making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars a year. And let's be honest, in the NBA, a max contract is gigantic. It is massive. Dude can get out there and play in January. I I know that there are fans that have that mindset, but it's a matter of how you look at it. That's the misplaced anger, though. That's the misplaced anger, because it's not about the guys wanting to rest their bodies. We get mad at the greedy athlete, as everyone always wants to put it. It's the owners forcing them to play so many games. If they just kept the same length of schedule and had less games, the players would be able to get their rest in there and play every game. But we want them to play 82. We want them to play 162 in baseball. Now we want them to play 17 in football. So that's where it comes in. Instead of getting mad at the greedy player for wanting to rest their body, get mad at the greedy owner who wants to make sure there's that many games to make that money. I wouldn't care if they had a 72-game season every single year. I think baseball would be more interesting if it was a 100-game season and ended at the end of July. Like, these are the things that they need to look at, but they won't make any more money. But we always get mad at the athlete and not the owner. Well, let's find out. Should the superstars play as much as possible for the fans, or should they rest up and be fresh for a title run? 888-760-3776. Should stars, and I know we've been talking about basketball, but this could be across the board, should stars play as much as possible for the fans, or should the priority be to rest 
for the best chance to win a championship. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Now, I know you get sick of me talking about how uh, every other country except the United States plays its sports and sets up its championships. Playoffs, the concept of playoffs is very unique to the United States because in almost every other country in the world and because soccer tends to be the biggest sport in every other country in the world, the concept of playoffs is non-existent. You take the team who had the best result in the regular season and that's your champion. And this is where American sports comes up with its its interesting dynamic. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Aren't the gyros right now going on? And the gyros, have- that's a whole separate thing. That's a national tournament. <laughs> it's soccer, though. But it's a national tournament. So you have individual teams in every different country. They play for their country's championship, like the NBA, Major League Baseball. So they're, But they're having their playoffs right now. No, this is gyros. This is a national tournament. This is an international tournament. This is countries soccer. playing for glory and for the right to brag that they're the best team on that continent so this isn't the uh this team had a car wash and was able to fund their team and now the other teams that make more money we complain Mm -hmm. because they joined a league people care about this isn't that that was different that would apply to the champions league which is the top club in europe Uh (laughs) oh you're so lost i love it i absolutely love it but playoffs playoffs uh present and this is where I'm going with right now. Present an interesting dynamic, an interesting dichotomy. Because do you play 82 games in the regular season? Do you play 162 games in the baseball season? Do you play 82 games on the ice? NFL's different with 17 games, but you also understand that the less games, and that's the point you were talking about, Coquel. The lesser the games, the more urgency comes with every individual game. So I agree with you. Like the NFL, 17 games, every game's important. So injuries happen in a physical sport like that. But in the NBA, yeah, I'm with you. There's no need for 82 games. There's no need for 82 NHL games. There's no need for 162 baseball games. I would be really, really totally into less regular season games because every time we've had a work stoppage and these leagues have come back and there's a lot of urgency into every regular season game, to me, that season is better. A 60-game baseball regular season, that ruled. A 50-game NBA season, that ruled. And it, But instead of the only problem there is they had to do it in a shortened amount of time. Now imagine if they could if spread, spread it out. out a little bit and then the stars always yep. play. Yep, absolutely. There was no reason to have 72 regular season games this year in the NBA. You had so many back-to-backs. You had so much travel. Like, this being a one-off, like, I get it. Uh, and I fully believe a lot of these injuries are because of that. But overall, from a broad perspective, how are we looking at this moving forward? Because I'm beginning to be a believer in load management and oh they're not going to be sharp come the postseason but I'd take healthy over sharp I think with as long as postseasons can be should the superstars play as much as possible for the fans in the regular season or rest up to be fresh for a title run 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 and you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. It is always open for you. Sergio in Palm Beach Gardens gets us going on a Thursday. Sergio, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, man? 
Hey, Ken. Uh, your comparison using soccer is a little bit misleading. Um, you're, you're a big soccer fan. I know you are. So you know that the FA Cup is also going on in sure. England sure. at mm. the same time. Plus, they also have UEFA Champions League and or uh, Europa League. So, yep. I mean, it, it, it's load management everywhere. It's, it's You want to have load management. You also, as a fan, I love seeing soccer. I, I will eat it up all day, all night. Um, but I, I, I do want to see stars, and I'd rather them not compete as much um, if it means that the, the quality of the product that I'm getting is going to be phenomenal every, every single yeah. time that I watch it. Well, Sergio, to your point, though, about the Cups, like FA Cup, how many times do you see the bigger clubs not even play their stars in the FA Cup because that's been diminished so greatly, especially if they're in the Champions League where they're sitting players in their actual league games to go play and be rested for their Wednesday Champions League match. So it does, yeah, it creates yeah, you problems. See, you see that. And they're playing. You see that, and, and rotation's available, and rotation is it happens a lot. But these are, like in FA Cup, um, these are players, uh, you're playing against teams like third division teams at times right. or second division teams. You're not really, you're not going to use Timo Werner to play against. No, but they're also, uh, I don't know. But it's also no different than, than playing uh, every every other night in the playoffs uh, a four-quarter game. Uh, whereas these are, yes, you're playing three or four matches a week, and that is that is grueling. But And the soccer season, as we can see with the Euros, for some guys, truly never, ever ends. Your point is never taken. Ends, no. your, your, your point is totally, totally taken, and I totally see what yeah. you're saying. But I also feel like um, I get it if these guys, and I know the money argument, and I understand they make a lot of money, but for me as a fan, like, and this is the same thing for soccer, I suppose. I want to see trophies. I want to see stuff hoisted. I want to see guys ready to go to win the awards, the accolades. And if I miss out on them uh, in a regular season match or a game, then so be it. Like, I'm okay with that as a fan. Right on. Cool, man. All right, Sergio, appreciate you. And Sergio, make sure you check out Stormhouse to watch all of your soccer action. Absolutely. Uh, that's right. North Palm Beach, uh, just south of PGA Boulevard, half mile south of PGA Boulevard, US 1, Crystal Cove Commons. We'll do a little Stormhouse brewing, Stormhouse winning later in the show uh, as well. Uh, but uh, 50. Big 50 on is, a Thursday. $50 gift card. That's right. We're going to be giving away a $50 gift card. You're exactly right. Uh, so LeBron, what he says is interesting, though, because he brought it around to the fans. He brought it around to the fans and said, sorry, fans, you're not seeing your favorite players this time of year. And that would seem to be a hat tip to down the road load management. We saw what Kawhi and Paul George went through last year with the Clippers. That was very, very highly covered. Uh, LeBron James trying to maintain his body at an old age. But I get fans wanting to go out and see the stars play when they can make a game in December January, February, but do we prioritize seeing these guys play in the regular season or seeing these guys win a championship because you want them healthy? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. It's unfortunate. It is. How many injuries we're seeing, um, but I, I I don't have a great answer for it, and I don't know how you fix it, because you're right. They're never diminishing the number of I games. That's not going to happen. That's what you have to do, though. But it's it, not going to happen. But then you're going to have load management happen. Yeah. That's, that's, what that's the reality, be. and you're going to have to deal with it as a sports fan. Like that, You're right. That's what it comes down to. That's truly what it comes down to. And also, winning championships is great, but <laughs> maximizing uh, the bottom line and making sure that all of your accounting is good and you are making a lot of money, Isn't that's a priority. Is there some kind of balance, I guess because of TV contracts, 
I'm trying to think of a balance of where if there's fewer, it's worth more. You know what I'm saying? Like a supply-demand thing where if there's less games, each individual game could be worth a little well, bit more to make that up. Well, that's the problem, though. If you diminish NBA games, it, the, the number of games in the schedule, guess what's that? that's going to do to the ticket prices per game? It's already sky high. It's going to be astronomical. I mean, you're going to have to take out mortgages to get to one regular season NBA game. Yeah, how do I get floor seats, man? Uh... Don't work in radio. Like I've never, I, I thought doing this career I'd be on the floor all the time, hanging out, me, Spike Lee, you know. And, 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 but no, <laughs> I've never had floor seats. I get to go on the floor before the game. It's awesome through warm ups, and then the security guard gives me the old tapsy on the back seat. Uh-huh. Says, "Get up, get to up. your, get up to the top of the building, hang yeah. from the rafter, and tweet from there, buddy. Get up, surf." Uh, Ryan Yusefi on Twitter says, "I always thought a good middle ground on this is when players load manage at home. LeBron may only play." In Orlando, one time that year, a kid bought tickets to see him months ago in L.A. They have 40 chances to see him. That brings up another discussion. With the Stars load managing, should it happen at home or should it happen on the road? You want to take care of your own fans. Right. Like the Lakers are worried about Laker fans. I agree with that on principle. Yeah, I agree with that. But also, there's the argument to me me, that you want to take care of your home fans. Those are your people. That's who's supporting you. You want to make yourself as visible as possible to them. That's why you do what I do. I teach my kids to like the six man on the team. He never gets the load manage. Just don't like the star, like the bad guys. The guys that come off the bench. So who would who would be the guy that uh, that, that that you would take your kids to see? Who's your your sixth man du jour? <laughs> like right now? Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. tough. So I was about to say Starks and Anthony Mason were my guys growing up because <laughs> they started as a sixth, and then they started started starting. Hmm. On the Heat, we're saying. Yeah, like maybe well, Tyler like right Hero. Now, right now, when we were watching Nick games during the playoffs, I was like, you see that guy quickly? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he is the man in the league. Or a Tyler Hero. Yeah, same type of guy. If you're going to do the NBA in a budget, teach your kids to like the sixth man. That's a great they point. They play like 15, 20 minutes a game. <laughs> You'll, they'll get to see him, and they're never allowed to sit out. And you get to teach them about rotations. That's it. Wow, you are, you are a true, full-fledged, great sports dad. Or you just have your buddies dress up in jerseys at the park, and you tell them they're at an NBA game. <laughs> Boom, solved. <laughs> 888-760-3776. Do you prioritize seeing superstars when you're showing up in the regular season or resting up so they're ready to go for a title run? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You know who's about to not be making a title run? The Philadelphia 76ers. Aww, That's right. Too the soon. process is in trouble, and it's so satisfying. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. The process isn't actually a process to win. The process is getting to the second round and losing every year. That's actually what the 76ers process is. Last night was hilarious. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Subscribe to the podcast. Get it every day. It goes right to your phone. goes right to your tablet if you subscribe. And you just take it. You put it in your digital pocket. And you say, thank you. I'll listen to you later. And then you listen to it. You're happy. We're doing it for you. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, rate it, subscribe to it, and make it yours. Do us a favor. Mm-hmm. 
have a friend download it also. Everyone listening, download it yourself and have a friend. Go into your... No, don't go into your significant other's phone. That could cause trouble. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Go to a friend's phone and download the podcast. Subscribe. Please. Yeah. Like, we're, we're urging you. I'm begging. Please. You don't have to say urging. Please. Please. We love you. Please love us back. We broke benchmarks last week. Let's do it again this yeah. week, gang. Before we uh, make fun of the 76ers, uh, Alan Hahn, who was uh, on KJZ this morning uh, here on ESPN 106.3, 6 to 10 every single morning. It's AJZ, please. Yeah, yeah, it, it has been AJZ for quite some time. But Alan Hahn, um, who is filling in for Zubin Mahenti, uh, he had this point to make, just going back quickly to what we were discussing about uh, the, the load management, players resting, the rash of injuries in the NBA, whether the bubble and the start of this regular season and that expedited time off has uh, pretty much everything to do with these injury problems. And this was Alan Hahn's point. How is it any different than when you play in the Olympics? Because you don't go, it's not just two weeks of Olympics. It's also a couple of weeks before where you go into your training camp, where you play some exhibition, and then you go into the Olympics. So it's a couple of weeks. And then you got about a month, and then you get right back into your NBA season when you have Olympics. So it's a similar type of schedule that is a obviously, you know, but is where we are is a circumstance that you had to agree to. And the money was the biggest effect here for the players, for the league, for everyone. So to blame the league for it now, I, I just feel like it, it's, it doesn't make sense to create this animosity when it was unnecessary. No, it, it, it is not the same thing, and it does not make sense because the Olympics is once every four years, and we're talking about players who really didn't have a choice this time around. Also, the, it, LeBron's not talking about the time off between the seasons as the only difference. The Olympics, the only difference is the time off between mm-hmm. the seasons. They forced games into a shorter right. amount of time. Right. He's talking about the body's rest night after night. Yeah. That's what he's talking about, Alan. This actually doesn't have any sort of comparison to an Olympics year uh, and what happened with the bubble. And now you're right because uh, LeBron is talking about cramming 72 games in that expedited time frame. And with the Olympics, you're talking about 14 players. Right, you're talking about 14 players that have decided to represent their country once every four years, as opposed to going to the bubble and everybody has to say, "All right, we'll be ready to go by December 23rd." Like there is no comparison. That is not the same in any way, shape, or form. But listen to Alan Hahn, KJZ, every single uh, weekday, six to ten a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. AJZ, then he was on first take, and he'll be following us. Alan, Actually, I don't know if he's going to be on. No, I, he hasn't been on his actual show in the better part of like a month and a half. Yeah. Well, then just listen to us, and when you're done, download the podcast and listen to us again. That's right. Exactly. Uh, the 76ers lost last night. They were up by 26 points. They oh, had a double-digit lead with four and a half no. minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. No. Oh, it was glorious. The process. You hear so much about it. Joel Embiid, who has the worst balance of any big man I've ever seen. He loves I, to fall I down. mean, he loves falling. Um, but he. it is clear that the 76ers are about the closest thing to a one-man team that you're going to find. And by the way, uh, this is why I now don't think think the season is a fluke because you have the 76ers about to bow out in a disappointing manner and Doc Rivers losing huge playoff games. What's different from any other season? This isn't a fluke. This is the same as every other season. Don't do that, Ken. You can't make fun of Embiid and Doc. You talk about, and we hear about, Joel Embiid 
transcendent big man. And Joel Embiid loves to tweet, 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 and get on social media and talk trash. And we make excuses. And then there's Ben Simmons. Oh, oh he hit a three. Oh, he came up short in the, the defensive player of the year vote. That's unfair. Ben Simmons, what a ceiling. He's a superstar in the making. And then he does what he did last night and doesn't score in the second half and is compl- a complete waste of time. Oh, Ken, don't, don't, don't do it. You're and being then mean. you have, of I mean, course. just because Ben Simmons is a star that you can't play at the end of games? Don't do that, Ken, because you mean, can't shoot foul shots. He had to be pulled no. off the floor. He had to be pulled off the floor Don't last do. night. We have Sixers fans in our audience. Don't do it, Ken. And then you have the process. Oh, we heard about the process. Trust the process. It's the process. This is a team that purposely lost for six seasons because of the process. And then they started to win a little bit, and you said, oh, there it is. It worked. It's the process. Championship team. This core, Embiid and Simmons, what could go wrong? They're going to rule the East, and they're about to flame out again because Trey Young and the Hawks are just flat out outplaying them when it matters. John and Collins. And John Collins is a man. This has been his playoff coming out party, and it is so satisfying for all the reasons I just mentioned all of the hype that these guys get. No, Ken, don't. It Ken, is so satisfying. We have Sixers fans in the audience. Don't bring up Tobias Harris's max contract. Oh, Sixers no. fans, Sixers fans, listen to me. It is so great to see your team lose. No, it's Sixers nothing fans. against you, but it makes me feel warm inside to see the 76ers fail on the cusp of failing once again. Ooh, man, I, I, I have chills. Last night... Ken does not speak oh, for both of us, Sixers oh. fans. I think you're great. You're really nice people. Sixers are about to fall out of the playoffs again early, and a team that has a group of guys who, has, who have never been there before are about to knock them off. Ooh, man. I love to see the 76ers fail. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love when Joel Embiid loses. I love when Ben Simmons can't hit free throws. I love when he gets yanked off Ken, the floor late in games. Ken, I love don't, when don't. Tobias Harris has a max contract. I love when I hear about the process. Ken, and I don't. love when they're about to fall out early again. Ken, please. We have Sixers fans in the audience. We have the blue-collar toughness. Don't bring up how Capella is bullying the whole team around and bullying the whole city. Don't do that. By Ken, the way, no. when you have a sandwich that you put cheese whiz on, that's a poverty city. Which teams do you love to see fail? Which teams do you love to see fail? For me, the 76ers, oh. right there. For me in baseball, the Cubs, right there. I love to see them fail. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, when it comes to football, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, what? Jets. Zach Wilson, when he fails this year, when the Jets fail, and hopefully, uh, and hopefully, for my sake, he doesn't come and take over New York. I, I know, I know that it's going to drive me absolutely insane if he does. But the Jets, the Adam Gase Jets, were so satisfying to my soul. Which teams do you love to see fail? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's get petty. I don't care. What else are we doing today? Let's get petty. For me, the 76ers losing last night, and it's not just them losing. It's how. They lost. And this is second straight game that they've lost in that manner. So what is the process? Like, would you would you rather have a team like the Heat who uh, disappointingly missed the playoffs in Dwayne Wade's final year? They have an aging core. You're not real sure what they're going to be next year, but they did get to an NBA Finals last season. Or a 76ers team that is going to be a top four seed every year. They're a top seed this year, but every year you know that they're out in round two. 
or they're going to lose, maybe they'll get to an Eastern Conference Finals, and that's their ceiling. I'd rather have the team that sporadically is going to get to the NBA Finals. I don't care how young the core is, how much, how high of a ceiling the core is, because I've seen enough of the 76ers to know that it's probably not there. You're going to bow out to the Hawks. You blew a 26-point lead at home. Sorry. At some point, a franchise just needs to come to the the stark reality that you're cursed, and maybe the process isn't it. But which teams do you love to see fail? For me, it's the Sixers. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You're not going to like this? Yeah. There's nothing better than watching Ragarm lose at the end of the season and not <laughs> so make wait, playoffs. You're, so are you you like to see the Dolphins lose, the Dolphins. or are you personal? It's personal with, with Tua. No, like, You want to see Tua fail. I, okay. I mean, Tua is just getting my Dolphin slander because I I like to see the Dolphins lose. But, like, for me, there's nothing worse than to me is Miami Dolphins, Miami yeah. Dolphins, number one. The song does kind of pl- suck. Or third place every year <laughs> at 88. Uh, but well, I mean, it's not like you as a Jets fan have much leg to stand yeah, on. Yeah, why from do you that want them to lose? Elijah Moore, but Saint Thomas is... Aquinas, Jamie Sherwood, Jensen Beach—they're full of South Florida kids. Why do you hate South Florida kids, Ken? Uh, I don't hate South Florida kids. I think that for me, and I know that I said Sixers fans, it's nothing against you when I started this topic. But for a lot of for a lot of it, the teams that I can't stand actually are because of the fan bases. Oh yeah. Uh, Jets fans are the worst. And yeah. Zach Wilson's face, he's someone you kind of want to lose. Yeah. Like, he has a very punchable face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, for me, for me, I just, seeing what happened to the Sixers last night was so gratifying. Oh, blue I, collar. I absolutely love it. Fight for everything. I scratch and claw. I mean, I with the, with the heat knocked out early, I've had more fun. And I don't know what this says about me. And maybe I need a psychologist or someone to characterize my personality or maybe I need to change my ways, but I've had more fun hate watching the playoffs than I actually did at any point during the bubble last year. This has been amazing uh, to see the strife with uh, with uh, the, with the Clippers. The constant: Are they going to do this again? But now they're fighting back. Like it's exciting. It's good um, to see the Jazz last night lose because apparently Dwayne Wade has adopted them now. Like, sorry, D Wade, I'm going to be petty. Sort of glad that happened last night. Okay, by the way, the person who has to be happiest about the Sixers collapse is Donovan Mitchell because he was terrible last night. He was not good. And it's taken all the headlines away from how poor he was. He was the difference in the game. Yeah. Like, he he was not good at all. No, he definitely was not. Um, But seeing what's happened to the 76ers, losing game one of that series, a game one where Joel Embiid came out with Triple H. of brotherly love. Come on. Came out with Triple H to... Do the 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 ringing of the bell, the, the ringing of the bell. bell, and then he's doing like the suck it stuff, and like it's just so lame. No, that such stuff is so awesome. it's so corny. It's so much better than the but dab that has replaced it for kids now. At least you we ran around doing. Like, <laughs> I was a little old to but be doing. You it, can't bring out Triple H and then do the suck it thing and then lose game one, which is what the Sixers Aww, did. Okay, and fans. so now they're about to get knocked out. They're going to go back to Atlanta. They're going to lose, and then there's going to be questions about wait. So Doc wasn't the difference? Maybe you have to start looking at the Australian guy who can't do anything outside of five feet. Maybe you have to start looking at that guy and realizing maybe he's not going to be the transcendent superstar superstar that you thought he was going to be. Oh, man, it feels good. The guy who impressed me, though, every single time I see him play is Steph's brother. Seth Curry? Oh, yeah. 
man, can he play? Yeah. He, he's getting a hoop, man. He's excellent. He's like, excellent. He gets so overshadowed that I feel like if he had a different name, he would be a much bigger name. Yeah. You would yeah. think, like, oh, for sure. You would think his name would be bigger because of his brother, but I think he's just so far deep in that shadow. But he, when he comes off screens and shoots, it looks just like his brother. Yeah, yeah no, he's he's Besides a really like the ugly beard thing, neck beard. He's a really good role player. He's a really truly good role player. He's the only uh, guy who could score for them last night. He's more effective than Max Contract Tobias Harris. Oh, Long Island kid, Long <laughs> Island. <laughs> Which teams do you love to see fail? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It felt so good to get that 76er slander off of my chest. That felt How could so you do good. that to them? You know who The Browns are another team I like to see lose, by the way. Why is that? I just their fan base. Is it like a Baker thing or is it the fan base? It's the it's the fan base. Well, and Baker too. He's yeah. got a punchable face. Well himself, usually like, for like usually for me, usually for me, with with the Cubs, growing up in Chicago, like it was the fan base that I, I despised. I rarely hated someone on the Cubs, but it was the fan base where you just want to stick it to them. But this 76ers team, it is Embiid. And it is Simmons, and it is the fans. It's like the perfect. It's the perfect combination of everything that makes me so happy to see them lose. Browns fans, though, I feel like they're cocky, even though they're never good at anything. Yeah, like it's the worst. Well, it's because it's the dog pound thing, and they. Oh, I hate the oh I, Raiders also because fans that dress up in costumes <laughs> games are the worst. They are the worst. What about Fireman Ed? How do you feel about him? I hated them. I hated them when I saw Models the sporting goods store in New York when they sold Fireman Ed T-shirts. I almost stopped being a Jeff fan. I was so mad. I'm like, he's just a regular dude. Well, honestly, I think he's a fraud. He probably never even fought a fire in his life. I'm, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to go that far because I have no idea about his firefighting and background. And then he came back when they started to play good. He left That's the team the and then came back. Yeah, you can't he's be, a clown. You can't be a fan mascot for a team and then go fair weather. But then they have some other guy. He left and some guy was like, I know what I'll do. And he painted his face white and green and wore a big jet on his head and had a cape. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Fireman Ted. You're, <laughs> you're a grown man. Uh, jet man Jed. Oh, like, man. Enough. If you want to make sure that... Raider fans, go somewhere. If you want to make sure that you don't have to fall back on being a fan mascot and you can actually work in sports, boy, do I have a message for you right now. Let me tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Ken Levickalai featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. And let me tell you about the story of David Abruzzi. He was a young man who came to Boca Raton and decided, you know what? I'm going to get my MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. So what did he do? He signed up for courses on FAU's campus under the tutelage of Dr. Jim Reardon. And guess what happened? He got his MBA and then he went on to Dallas, where he currently works as a member of the media relations team for the Dallas Cowboys. He's the conduit between the players, the Cowboys players, and national and local media. David Abruzzi, just another success story with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. We still have a lot to do in our final 20 or so minutes. Julian Zalavar, Elias Bustamante from our Deporte 760 sister station. They'll jump on to talk a little Euro soccer action. I'm leaving then. You're, why? I'm not doing soccer talk. Why? You guys do soccer talk, I'm walking out of the studio. Okay, that's fine with me. Completely fine with me. We're also going to give you a chance to win a $50 gift card. 5 0. Five, zero. $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach when we play Stormhouse winning later on in the show. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
Apparently, I'm doing a U.S. Open update from Tory Pines. It is day one. Uh, my producer just cut off my music. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Coquel. Appreciate- what happened there? There what is ha- no mute. You created the liner, oh. and it was going into you, which we talked oh. about a minute ago during a break. But gotcha. instead, you're on Twitter fighting with Meek Mill. Like, enough. <laughs> Pay attention here, to your job. Why don't we do that again? Why don't we uh, pull a redo here? Is that okay? Can you find it so we can do a redo? Yeah, just why don't you talk about Philly for a minute? Let me get this set up for you. Uh, I want to reiterate a stance that I took earlier about, uh, about Philly cheesesteaks. If you're going to put cheese whiz on a sandwich, one, that's lazy, and two, again, I want to repeat... Uh, that is one of the the trash city food identities out there. Okay. By the way, go Hawks. Leaderboard reports from the 2021 U.S. Open from Torrey Pines are brought to you by Trustbridge, PNC Bank, South Florida Ford, Kaiser University, and Cleveland Clinic, Florida. Day one of the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. La, 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 la. On the background, you said you no, wanted music. No, don't do that. You don't wanted do, music. No. no, please don't Lock do that. Lock off white people. Stop. Matthew Wolf is the leader at two under par. It's the not a court. It's a golf course. Jupiter resident is one shot better than Grayson Sig and Marcus Armitage, Patrick Rogers, and Francesco Molinari. That is your U.S. Open update here on ESPN 106.3, and those will take place throughout the day. Um, I want to make no! sure. Do you listen to show meetings? <sighs> Ken LaVica Live. Best show in Palm Beach County that you can listen to between noon and one. I mean, really, <laughs> there's no other show between noon and one that I would advise anyone listening to other than Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel on ESPN 1063. Can I talk now? You're the worst. We just did this for whatever golf event was like. That was a month three ago. weeks ago. Yeah. And this is how we did it. We do the liner, you do it, and then you did your witty little joke. And now, here goes to me. And then I press the rejoin with Evan or whoever is talking about how great we are and how good we are at radio. And then you come on and start talking. Instead, we go to commercial break. I tell you, with a minute and a half left, Ken, get your update ready. It's coming. The liner plays. You stare at me. Turn your mic on. Try to throw me under the bus. Try to blame old Coquel that everybody around here wants to do. Ooh, we can't stay on the air. Let's blame Coquelly. And then you come back, and then we do the read, and then you just start talking about the show. How do people know what they're listening to? They think they're listening to an update. They don't know it's Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, where you can get your podcast wherever podcasts are found. Instead, you think everybody just knows the flow of the show and what you're going to be talking about? I don't think so, Ken. Are you done? Do you feel better? I want to at least know that you feel better after that. I don't know. I'm on Josh going on the home team today, so there's going to be a lot of this frustration. I'll be producing that show, too. So. I feel like maybe, maybe you're getting me ready. Maybe you're actually doing me a favor. I'm training you, By yes. criticizing me on the air. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, it, it, it was, that was my fault. I agree. But then why did you so blame me? I apologize. Me? Why well, do you hosts do that? Why do the big, bad hosts around here? I got Mr. Evan Cohen, 5-6. to six. Going after that angel of a producer in Jeanette Javier. I got Josh going after Christina. I got you going after me. Is it because we're prettier than you? What is it? Why do you guys come at us when mistakes happen? I would have preferred you uh, over-communicate with me as opposed to just throwing me uh, right here trying to salvage your yourself. Instead, just own it. Say, I should have given you a heads up that it was coming because you didn't do that. I did with a minute and a half left Okay, the but then it, that's and a whole minute and a half. And- you're part of the planning of the liners. You know that you made the liner. 
I mean, it was a minute and a half. You could have given me another heads up. It's fine, though. We've known about it for a week. In fact, I forgot that the U.S. Open was this week. It's on Monday when you reminded me. So you should have known. Well, hopefully smoother leaderboard updates will come throughout the show uh, and throughout the day here on ESPN 106.3. Thank you to our partners, by the way. Great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you. Um, I want to make sure, because we had discussed last week here on Ken Levick Alive, we had discussed, um, it, I fully believe that it is media, sports media's business if NFL players are, are vaccinated, because there is such a difference in what you're allowed to do and what you aren't allowed to do based on vaccinated or not vaccinated. And if you're not vaccinated in the NFL, it's a competitive disadvantage because you open yourself up to being victim to contact tracing. You get tested significantly more. Um, this coming from Barry Jackson, it was first reported by Albert Breer, NFL Network, and then tweeted by Barry Jackson, the Miami Herald. BJ. The Dolphins have passed the 85% vaccination threshold for players for the locker room and for team activities to be opened up. And as someone who follows that team, supports that team, well, damn, done. What was that? Why are you doing that? Because I don't have a dolphin sound, so I figured a panther sound to celebrate. Okay, great. Um, I don't. I I don't know where other NFL teams are going to end up falling on this, and I have a bad feeling that it's going to be low. I think you have some teams that are openly uh, worried about what threshold they're going to hit or lack thereof. But the fact that the Miami Dolphins hit an 85% vaccination threshold. Dolphins fans, you should feel real good about players on your team, them paying attention to science, and also them taking on personal responsibility, both for the greater good and also for the upcoming season. You should be very appreciative of that, and you should be very proud of that. These guys, that it's going to be something that they are going to take personal responsibility for and for that you should be extremely extremely happy well done to the dolphins for hitting that 85 percent vaccination threshold 888-760-3776 what is this oh my god you said you wanted you are just i did not say that at all you said that and decided you wanted to do it and then i played a commercial you two really need to get rid of the ads can we talk about that for a minute what how YouTube has ads. Like, they need to get rid of the ads. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to do a show here, and if I need sound that I didn't prepare for before the show, I need to be able to get to it quick. I don't need a 15-second ad in between. Okay. We're going to give you a chance to win a $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. When we come back, we're going to have a little 76ers trivia. Stormhouse winning on the way. $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levesque. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel. This is our final show of the week. We'll be back on Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, over the weekend, this would be a good weekend if you are in the market for a new car. Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where my Jorge, all the folks over there, they're going to take care of you. Whether it's the credit clinic there trying to put you in an automobile. Even if you're worried about your, cre- your, your credit, they've got... 
the bank representatives there to make sure that they are working for you to try and put you in an automobile and have you leave the lot in a Kia. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, constantly looking out for you. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Dot com Greenway Kia West Palm Beach dot com. Are you angry, Coquel? Nope. You sound angry. No, I'm good. You sure? Yep. I'm sorry I screwed up the US Open thing. No, there's a lot of mistakes happening. It's fine. I love you and I want you to know that. It's good. Can I hear the dolphin thing one more time? No. Please. I, I, I turned it off. Dolphins aren't allowed on the show anymore. <laughs> That's not true. Nope. You did I put made, in the I work to get the dolphin. Mistake, and then another mistake. And then me yelling I made <laughs> one mistake. was I left my mic on, so I yelled that during the commercial. I just realized. Are you serious? You're not on there. Just me yelling, I made one mistake. <laughs> so uh, now, I love, I, now I just want to pout. I just want to make sure that I, I love every part of that, by the way. We should just, what we should do. Well, the during, best part is I have the audio isolated, <laughs> but I don't know how to get to it while recording. <laughs> Uh, but of just me because the commercial yeah. doesn't record so it's just me yelling I made one so, mistake so it's you like falling on the sword that's what people think actually took place is you just beating yourself <laughs> oh, oh I love that I absolutely I, I have and then to one say one of our producers who I get on for all of her mistakes yeah. and I make sure I point out texted me was like your mic's on and I could tell she enjoyed it oh man yeah. that is so good yep. Coquel yep. and then Ken's gonna beat me after the no, show no I'm not going mistake. to beat you I actually I mean that is Sincerely funny. That's what I'm more upset about. That and is you really yell. Funny. I don't. You can yell at me forever. Uh, I noticed man. that, and then <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that after the show because that I don't. Has... I'm deleting it. Uh, oh, we, got, we got a call. Now you call. We can talk about call. anything sports. You guys don't want to call. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Uh, we're in a second going to uh, do a little Stormhouse winning, uh, Stormhouse brewing, bringing you a fifty dollar gift card, uh, and we're going to do a uh, a, a little uh, Ben Simmons related trivia. By the way, the soccer talk because I ruined the soccer talk will yeah. be up on the Ken Levicka Live pod, <laughs> featuring Coquel podcast. A special edition for your fans. Unless uh, I mess up and don't post it. Oh, and that'll man. be two mistakes. <laughs> oh, Coquel. That is... Whew, I don't know what I would do without you. I know I say it often. I truly don't know what I would do without you, even when we're sniping at one another, because that is about the most Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel outcome that could have taken place. You in a commercial break yelling, I just made a mistake. <laughs> and the worst part is, is like, and I'm going to go probably to inside radio here, but we have a dump button that lets you dump eight seconds. And I noticed it and I pushed it, but I don't know. Like the recording doesn't show what that was. So I don't know where it was. I'm glad neither of us cursed. I know uh, I didn't curse. Oh, man. I and love the, you. It's just, uh... You're sure you don't want to do the dolphin thing? <laughs> I don't know. Because now it. you might as well just do the dolphin thing. We've gone off the rails. Do so I we play can... the ad again too? <laughs> Let's just hear the dolphin. I'm fine hearing the dolphin. You know what? Here's what we'll do. Um, I'm going to give our question here. And well, whoever gives the best. No, no we can't do an we can't, opinion. Right. We need an absolute rules, win. F- yeah. FCC. Yeah. So let's throw out the question. Let's give away the $50 gift card. Well, Coquel is uh, we're going to let him have a do over here on the dolphin thing. We're going to do a do over here, period, on the dolphin thing. Um, but a $50 gift card. If you can answer the following, here's the number 888-760. This one doesn't even have an ad. Of course. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 3776 from some Stormhouse winning. And here is the question. Where did Ben Simmons go to college? Where did Ben Simmons go to college? 
888-760-3776. You're playing for a $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard, US 1, or in the Crystal Cove comments. That's where you can watch Euro soccer. That's where you can watch the NBA playoffs and the Hawks possibly and probably close out the 76ers tomorrow night. That's where you can watch the NHL playoffs. Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhouse winning. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you'll want to check out Stormhouse Brewing, their Instagram page, also uh, on Twitter as well, because they have Taco Tuesdays now. They have their in-house crafted beer, their craft beer. So many options uh, with their master brewer. They've got a full gastropub menu. Stormhouse Brewing, killing it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Where did Ben Simmons go to college. Let's start with Brian in Jupiter. Brian, are you going to be a Stormhouse winner? Where did he go to college? Uh, no, I'm not going to be. Uh, I, I'll guess uh, University of Miami. That is incorrect. All right. Well, the way we started that Coquel is sort of the way that the last 20 minutes of uh, have. Do you have a? Do you have the Dolphin? <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Terry. Terry, you're in Boynton. Terry, you're on ESPN 106.3. Terry, do you know where Ben Simmons went to college? Uh, I think he went to LSU. That is correct. One single year at LSU. There we go. Now we're getting the most out of that, Dolphin. Terry, congratulations. That's a $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach. Congrats, bud. Okay. Oh, boy. So Terry has won, uh, and he'll go to Stormhouse Brewing. I tell you what, Coquel, you and I might need to pop over there after the show and <laughs> just order as many craft beers as possible. We'll work through some things. Can I please hear the Can we? Can I please hear the audio of you yelling, I made just one mistake? I just don't know how to get it without recording anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, stall. Give a read. Give All right. Me, All right. Tell people about the fine... Attorney Pat Lawler. Oh, yeah, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. And by the way, if you missed any of Pat Lawler uh, yesterday here on, or uh, Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3, you can get it in the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel uh, podcast. Um, so what I, what I love uh, about all of this is that after the break, I was like, Coquel, I'm trying to do something serious around here. I'm trying to talk about how proud I am of the Dolphins, and you're playing sound effects all over the place. And Coquel goes, I made just one mistake. And apparently what Coquel had no idea was that the mic was still on. So it would sound like to the listener that Coquel is beating up on himself and can't, he can't handle the, uh, the crisis. Uh, and it really, honestly, not that big a deal. But I love the fact that it sounded like you were beating yourself up in a commercial break potentially to the listener uh that that you had made one singular mistake trying to play a dolphin sound effect and that is the essence of this show (laughs) that is the absolute pinnacle essence of this show one thing we did learn today though philly cheesesteaks overrated 76ers the process overrated go hawks Trey Young, I've always loved Atlanta. I don't know what their dish is there. What is Atlanta's food? Do you know, Coco? I don't know. I, I was gonna. I, I don't want to guess, and then I'll be called a racist <laughs> and whatever else. I'm. I'm just not gonna go there today. I just. I. 
The day I'm having, I'm, I'm not going to guess. Coquel, they can eat whatever they want. Coquel joining Josh Cohen of the home team later on <laughs> today. <laughs> He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick, and we'll be back on Monday. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Goodbye.